Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. But thank God I became a new creature in Christ Jesus and old things passed away. The things that I once hated now loved. The things I once loved now I hated. Hallelujah. Thank God for the new birth. Thank God for the love of God. Thank God for the power of Christ. It takes power to change a nature like that. Well, now you don't hate anybody. You don't want to kill anybody. You're not after anybody. If you're after them, you're after them to give them something, to bless them, to help You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue this series, My Life and Ministry by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer, which includes the message you will hear today. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. So he's three years older than all the rest of us because he ought to be in the fifth grade. He's still in the second grade, see? And then he's bigger than all the rest of us because he's got three years of growth on us. And he is the uh, playground bully. I mean, he runs everything, you see. So I knew if you'd get it in on him, everybody else would be afraid of you. So I just slipped up behind him because he'd already knocked me down two or three times anyway. And I just slipped up behind him when he wasn't looking, and I knew I had to get that lick in. If I don't, boy, I'm ruined. I, I'm, I'm ruined. And I took that two befores about, you know, and, and for a little fellow in the second grade, and I was always little to my age anyway back there. And I swung that thing as hard as I could and hit him right behind the right ear. And he went down like you'd hit him in the head with a baseball bat. And that two before is about like it. And now he's out for 45 minutes. <laughs> they like to never brought him around. Say, what did they do you? Nothing. They knew. School authorities knew where the problem was. I, I just said to the principal, you know, I had to do something. And he said, I don't blame you. Just hit him harder next time. <laughs> but did you know what? He never bothered me again. Not only that, but when you've knocked the bully out, they don't anybody else bother you. Because they said you'll have to watch him. You see, he, you know. And, and I just grew up twisted. My, my mentality twisted. My personality twisted. And, uh, and I would... Uh, now, uh, one other time, I had one other altercation there at school. And then this fellow, the, he got to going on. And I just simply, another fellow had some skates, you know. You know what I mean. Uh, you know, a pair of roller skates, you know. Pretty heavy because it's all metal in those days. No plastic, anything, you know. And so uh, he got to going on. I was sitting down, actually. And I just picked up one of those skates and knocked him in the head. And, uh, and he, he's bully number two of the playground. And they, so they left me alone. They don't bother him. And, 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 you know, uh, if anybody uh, did something then, I just, I just got worse. I just simply got worse. Now, now my oldest brother, and, and of course a lot of folks around here know Dub because he's, he's always big to his age and I was always small to my age. You know, he did finally wind up about six foot four inches anyway. 
And he could protect himself because, you see, he was a... And I can understand why he's still a whole lot like he is because he grew up with a chip on his shoulder. I did too, but I was a different nature and I had to be different. I'd be quiet and, and uh, shifty <laughs> and cunning and crafty, you see. Where he is right out, no, somebody said he didn't, something he didn't like, he already got him hit. I've seen him as a 15, 16 year old boy, just a kid but he's already six foot four. I saw three grown men get him. I saw another time four grown men. He whooped all four of them at 16 years of age. And they were grown men, some of them married. He said, I'll take you on one by one or all at once. Don't make me any difference. But he'd have you hit, knocked in the head and out cold before you could say, lot is I. <laughs> now I was the other way around because you see, if I don't get that first lick in, I'm in trouble. See? And so I just marked down what they said. And I finally got so, so radical that somebody could just say something about me, something I didn't like, and I'd just make a mental note of it, and I'd watch them. Like I said, I'd hide. I was crafty, you see. I had to be. I'd hide. I'd watch their movements. I mean, even adults or grown people, not only just school kids. You know, and I'd find out now they'd, they'd, because we all walked, you know, we, you know, depression days and way on back there, you know, when he's a little kid in the 20s, you know, people didn't have automobiles. And, and, and some of them maybe coming from work or going to work or school or whatever would cut back down through a back alley, you know, or down the alley between buildings. And so I would hide, see? And then take me a half a brick, you know, take a brick bat, you know, because I couldn't hold a holder. Just if you could imagine about a half of a brick, when they come by, just knock it right in their face. I meant, the only reason I didn't kill them is because I didn't have enough strength. I intended to kill them. I thoroughly intended to kill them. Now, you could never imagine me being that way, could you? I mean, I was mad at the whole world. I can understand generations being like they are, see? Only thing that changes is the love of God. I said the only thing that changes is the love of God. Hallelujah. But thank God I became a new creature in Christ Jesus and old things passed away. The things that I once hated now loved. The things that once loved now I hated. Hallelujah. Thank God for the new birth. Thank God for the love of God. Thank God for the power of Christ. It takes power to change a nature like that. Well, now you don't hate anybody. You don't want to kill anybody. You're not after anybody. If you're after them, you're after them to give them something, to bless them, to help them. Can you say amen? amen. That's what the power of God can do for you. Can you say amen? amen? Life was not normal for Kenneth Hagin. As a boy growing up with a deformed heart condition, it was difficult to run and play like other children. At the age of 15, just four months before his 16th birthday, he became totally bedfast. Reverend Hagen will now share with you his experience of going to hell. I was born and raised Southern Baptist, you see. And, and I felt sorry for everybody that wasn't Baptist. But you know, friends, you can be a church member 
and not be a Christian? Being a member of a church wouldn't make you a Christian, my friends, any more than being a member of the country club would make you a Christian. And going to church, and yet we believe in being a member of a church. I'm a member of a church. And we believe in going to church. But just going to church alone wouldn't save you or make you a Christian any more than going to the barn would make you a cow. <laughs> you have to be born again. And too many times I think we've got a lot of folks, you know, that think I'm a Christian just because they're a member of the church. Well, you know, I joined the church when I was nine years old. And the reason I joined the church was because my Sunday school teacher said to all of we boys on one Sunday morning, how many of you want to go to heaven? Well, every one of us wanted to go to heaven. So she, the Sunday school teacher said, well, when the minister, Dr. So-and-so, gives the invitation this morning, you just go down to the front. Well, we all wanted to go to heaven, and so when the invitation was given, we just marched, oh, several of us, right down to the front, you know, and shook hands with the preacher. <laughs> Joined the church and was baptized in water. And I really actually thought I'm a Christian. And sometimes, you know, you'd get into an evangelistic type meeting even that was sponsored by our own church and the Spirit of God began to deal with you about getting saved. You'd say, I'd say, well, you know, I'm already saved. I belong to the church. I've been baptized in water. I'm already a Christian. I guess I just feel that, you know, because there's a spirit of conviction here. So I didn't move. But you see, I was born with a deformed heart and born prematurely and less, weighed less than two pounds when I was born. Now you have to realize that even in this modern day, you know, in my day, they didn't have incubators to put children, babies in when they were born. And so the possibility of me living was practically nil. And I never ran and played like other little children as a child. I never had a normal childhood. And so when I was 15 years of age, I became totally bedfast. And the doctor said I had to die, five doctors. But it was there on the bed of sickness that I was born again. I was born again the 22nd day of April, 1933, in the south bedroom of 405 North College Street in the city of McKinney, Texas. That's 32 miles north of Dallas, Texas. 20 minutes till 8 o'clock on Saturday night. Now at 7.30, in this south bedroom, there was a fireplace. It's sort of a double fireplace. This front was here in the bedroom. The living room was adjacent. The other side of the fireplace was there. And Grandpa had a clock sitting on the mantelpiece of this fireplace and my mother and my grandmother and my youngest brother nine years of age were sitting there in the room with me for I had taken a turn for the worse and the doctor had been called remember 1933 doctors made house calls 
And so he was on his way, or supposedly on his way there to the house. They were sitting there in the room with me, and just as Grandpa's clock struck 7.30, my heart stopped beating within my bosom. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, My Life and Ministry by Kenneth E. Hagan. If you've been enjoying the series we featured this week, then you'll want to get the entire six CD set for your personal collection. The CD series is just $39.95. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Get this six CD set that includes special insight into the man and the ministry of Kenneth E. Hagan, told in his own words. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. And if you would like to send us an email, you can send us your praise reports and your testimonies yes. or just whatever here. You can go media at rhema.org, mm-hmm. media at org, and we want to know what God's doing in your life. It inspires us. That's right. Help Rama reach out to the communities in Oklahoma that have been so devastated by the recent tornadoes. Give a financial gift online today at rhema.org slash relief or text aid to 28950 and give a gift via your smartphone. Message and data rates may apply. Again, that website is rhema.org slash relief. Thank you for helping Rama bring hope, help, and healing to the world. Tomorrow, more from Reverend Hagen on this powerful teaching. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.